You are listening to Better Golf Academy with me, Hanju Lee. This is episode 14. Well, hello everyone. Okay, here's the thing. We all want to get better at golf. But for whatever the reason, our game just doesn't improve. Sound familiar? Okay, well, I'm here to share the best secrets of improving your score. This podcast is not about giving you swing techniques or swing tips, but it's about giving you specific strategies, a tangible plan, and fun ways to improve your score. So welcome to Better Golf Academy Podcast. You ready? All right, here we go. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Better Golf Academy Podcast. I am your host, Hanju Lee. Thank you all so much for listening. I was uh, running the LA Marathon last Sunday. Oh, wait, let me rephrase that. I was running the LA Half Marathon. Big difference. And yes, you can run a half marathon through Charity Challenge which they have a starting line set up at 13.1 marker. And there's a huge rally before to get everyone pumped up for the run. And if you're wondering what charity I am involved in, please listen to my message at the end of the podcast and get ready to participate with me somehow. I would love, love, love your support in helping bring clean water to the world. Um, I don't want to discount all that going on with the coronavirus right now but just for a simple comparison and for perspective a lack of clean water kills over 2,000 people each day and we are currently making a huge impact in eliminating this terrible situation and the way it's going we will bring a worldwide solution to this problem in our lifetime and that's just awesome and I love being part of something bigger than myself. And I love being part of a solution. And I will be running another um, half marathon in May. It's called the OC Marathon, OC Half. So join me and stay safe out there. It's really, really crazy what's happening. Okay, so I got distracted. But I say all that to say, I saw my friend George at the rally. And he told me he loves listening to my podcast. And I was shocked because... I didn't even know he knew I had a podcast. <laughs> so I really appreciate all the listeners out there, wherever you are, whether I know it or not. But if you're out there and you want to say hi, just send me a quick hello by going to bettergolfacademy.com forward slash hello or leave me a review on iTunes podcast. Okay? Okay, cool. Okay, George, thanks for the encouragement and I hope you have an awesome day today. Hey, we're going to talk about focus today, and I've been reading up a lot on the subject on focus and concentration these days, and it's mainly because I have ADD. Okay, I am not officially diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I have it because my mind goes 100 miles an hour every hour, every day, even when I sleep, <laughs> and especially on the golf course. And as my mind wanders, gets me into a lot of trouble. Hello? Anyone relate? And I think sometimes all the research and reading I do on the subject gets me more jacked up in a way. So I really wanted to get to the bottom of this word called focus 
and find out the inside secret and what it means and how to implement it into my game so that I can play my best at all times in all circumstances, especially those pressure ones, okay? The interesting thing that I'm learning is that everyone pretty much says the same thing out there. You want to know what they're saying? They talk about simplifying your thoughts on your swing. Instead of two to three swing thoughts, think of just one. Get all the clutter out of your mind and just focus on one. I think, I think that's good advice. I, I heard another one that said, don't focus on the swing, focus on the result. He called it golf swing versus golf. He even had a practical drill of lining up four golf balls in a row and hitting them one after the other without thinking too much about it. Just swing, walk to the next one, swing, walk to the next one, swing. And he said through that exercise, just have one thought in your head, whether it's thinking about your tempo or thinking about balance or thinking about the smooth takeaway, whatever it is, just focus on one thing and swing away. This clears your mind. I also heard a great practical advice as far as scoring. He says, we don't want to have the mental burden of trying to focus on the entire round in our heads. So focus only three holes at a time. Set a goal for what you want to do for the three holes and whether you achieve that or not, make it a clean slate for the next three holes. I hey, okay, this big top secret. I heard Tiger shares his secret to certain people on how to shoot six under par at any given day. And you know what he says? He says he tries to birdie one hole out of every three holes. He knows that he can isolate his focus to just three holes. And when he does that, the mental load becomes lighter and the goal becomes achievable, right? Come on, it's easy. It's birdie one out of every three. What's the big deal? <laughs> but I, get, I really get this concept. It totally makes sense to me, especially if you're playing at that level. But like for us, the goal can be like a little modified. So how about something like, okay, for the three holes, I can focus on no double bogeys, okay? Or you can say for the next three holes, I'm only allowing one bogey and rest pars or better, okay? Something like that. The key is isolating the focus to three holes at a time. I'm like, okay, that totally makes sense. I also heard about this forgiveness and forgetfulness concept. The best round you can play is to play one hole at a time. Okay, instead of focusing on three, let's just focus on one. Like first hole in the first round, every hole. And if you have a bad hole, you forgive yourself and you forget that hole that actually happened and you quickly move on to the next hole, which now becomes your first hole again because the last hole didn't happen. <laughs> this definitely simplifies everything. And if you have a mental discipline to do that, I think this will be an awesome thing for you. Also, here's another similar concept, but it's not one hole at a time, it's one shot at a time. So focus on one thought, one shot, and start over like it's your first shot on the next hole, on the next shot. 
Okay, forget about the score altogether and just hit one shot at a time. I think these are all good and you should definitely try each one of them out on your next round and see how your mind and body reacts to different mental strategies. And I'm doing it all the time. I'm just always trying to error um, my mental game and trying to figure out what best works for me. But just make sure you just try one at a time, not all at once, okay? <laughs> hey, something really interesting happened to me recently and I think it's worth talking about. So last year, I caught on to this putting concept and trend of drawing a straight line on your ball to assist in your putting. It helps me line up the putts to the hole, okay, or to the line, and keeps me focused on that line during my putting stroke. In fact, I focus it on it so badly, I don't even care if it goes in the hole. I just try to make a perfect stroke, staying on the line and keeping everything solid. The idea was that if I mechanically lined up correctly and swung the putter like a robot, it would go exactly where I aimed it to go, which will be at the bottom of the cup. Sounds good, right? But that wasn't good enough, so I took it a step further. Okay, get this. When you are massively manufacturing golf balls, do you think every ball comes out of the assembly line perfectly balanced? Meaning the center gravity of the golf ball is exactly the same on every ball. The answer is no. That means when you roll the ball and the center gravity of the ball is a little bit off, your ball might not roll along the exact line you hit it at. Meaning the off-balance ball will veer off the straight line. Of course, this is like microscopic and very minuscule perspective. But hey, this is game of millimeters. It could cause you a stroke here and there. So this is a real thing, okay? At the elite level golfers, they practice on this putting pad and they're understanding this validity of finding the balance point of the ball. You can check this yourself. Okay, so when you take a ball in a solution of salt water, okay, there's water and then you add just enough salt so the ball will float, okay? Then what you do is you grab the ball and you spin it in the water and you... You mark the point which ends up on top when it comes to rest. So what you're doing is that you're identifying a point on the ball ball surface in line with connecting with the geometric center and the mass center. Okay, so if you place this spot, this spot that you marked on the top of the ball, and when you when you set the ball to put it, you you put it on the very top, it should roll on the true path. Okay, and if you don't want to mess with the salt water, no worries. This is where I went crazy. I bought the spinner, okay, which does the similar thing by spinning the ball at 10,000 RPM, okay, and the LED light turns on this thing and it indicates the ball is now balanced and ready to be marked. And it comes with this built-in alignment cup to create your own line on the ball, right? Brilliant. Or is it? crazy or is it stupid okay whatever whatever it is i did this so why am i telling you this story because we are talking about focus right now right and in order to take focus to a whole new level here's a good example how you can take it too far <laughs> well i didn't know it at the time but looking back i i know what i did 
Okay, I am not going to discount the science behind it and the alignment helping someone to make more putts. But for me, after a while, it just stopped working. I just couldn't feel the putts. I just stopped making putts. And I knew why. I stopped playing golf and started playing golf swing. Does that make sense? I was so caught up in the mechanics, the science, and the robotic focus and application of putting that I forgot to play golf. So as I said before, while I was doing the research on focus, they were all pretty much saying very similar things, and it was pretty insightful. But I ran across this amazing article that really hit home for me, and the headline read this. Ready? It said this. Lack of focus is the secret to playing golf. What? Lack of focus is the secret to playing golf. And here are some points on why I think this is brilliant. And let me uh, preface this a little bit though. Okay, Focus is good. It's always been good for any sports, for any activity, for anything that you do. But focus can hurt if you're not focusing on the right thing. So here are some ideas that we can or we should focus on, okay? So point number one, focus on the external versus internal. What? Okay, so let me explain. So if you were told that just by not thinking about your golf swing when you play, you could improve your performance, even under pressure, would you believe me? Okay, well, over 20 years worth of research and 100 plus publications have proven this phenomenon. Okay, according to Will Shaw, a golf professional with a background in sports performance, sports biomechanics and psychology, as well as his experience working with elite golfers. Okay, what we pay attention to while swinging in a golf club significantly affects your performance. And this is how it's broken down using a simple example of hitting a flop shot over the bunker, okay? So imagine you're addressing the ball, you're ready to hit this flop shot, okay? You can do one or two things. Number one, you can focus internally, okay? Let's call that internal focus. It's the set of instructions that directs our attention towards our movements, such as keep my wrist hinged, keep my head down, release my hands through impact, okay? Those are the thoughts that's going through your head as you're ready to hit this flop shot. Internal focus, okay? Here's external focus. Same shot, you're, you're focused on the same shot, but now you're you're focusing on the external things. It's the set of instruction that directs attention to the effects of their movement and environment, such as you're focusing on the landing spot. You're focusing to start the ball right of your target. Okay, things like that. So having an external focus during play and even during practice supercharges our learning and performance. If we continue to learn a skill, 
with an external focus, we are far less likely to choke under pressure. Okay? All right. Look, okay, your golf swing in real time takes 0.07 to 0.12 seconds. It's fast. It's happening fast. Don't fill up your space in your head with technique. In fact, internal focus affects your body's ability to coordinate its joints. Thinking about your golf swing is likely to cause opposing muscles to co-contract. Okay, it leads to more rigid and less fluid golf swing. These changes lead to less accurate shots and worse learning over time. So it's pretty clear. Thinking about your golf swing is not helpful. Okay, if you are interested, I will add the link to the focus attention research. This is the research I'm talking to you about. Um, 20 years of research, some crazy uh, data that they found. And um, if you're a, a golf geek like me, you'll love it. you love it. So check it out. Okay, that all makes sense on why we need to play golf rather than play golf swing or golf technique. I get it. But what if we are in a highly pressure situation? I've seen players slow down, concentrate, and focus more on their swing and their putts. Would this be any different? Okay, there's a great answer to this, according to an article by Kate Devlin. And it's point number two. Learn to distract yourself. Here's where the real test comes into play. A previous studies have shown that when players feel the pressure, they often concentrate on their techniques in the beliefs that this will help their game. However, the intense focus appears to create exactly the opposite result. According to John Torner, who carried out this whole entire research, that they should certainly not try to adjust their techniques at all and should stick to what they know. And he added that the golfers uh, could try to trick their body into reverting to its uh, natural stroke by focusing on something else on the course rather than their physical action. And he said, one trick that people can certainly try is to try to distract your internal focus Make sure that your focus is on the hole or on a spot on the green and do not think about your technique or how your limbs are moving. And these findings could also be especially significant to um, like a soccer team who don't do well on penalty shootouts. And the study shows that, that they're overthinking during performance can really have negative results. And this can also explain some of the most famous misses in golf, which includes Doug Sanders in 1970. Okay, you have to look him up. He failed to make a two-foot putt to win the British Open at St. Andrews, and it's still remembered by many golf fans. Do you want to be remembered for that? I do not want to be remembered for that. Um, another study asked 18 experienced golfers uh, who played of an average of two handicap. Um, they 
made them concentrate and focus intensely on their putts as they were putting for a significant win. And this naturally just slowed down their process and it forced them to focus on their technique. And um, it, you know, it made them focus internally. Then they asked the same golfers to just putt normal. And the results were compared. And guess what? Just normal putts. Yeah, those went in more. Isn't that so interesting? So the conclusion, distract your mind to make every putt seem like a normal putt. This will help you hit better shots. Um, so point number three, tap into your subconscious mind. You know what Ben Hogan said? He said the downswing is no place to give yourself a lesson. The reason why we don't need to think much at all is because many actions happen automatically as a result of subconscious brain activity. The conscious mind is not involved or needed. <laughs> Your mind subconsciously commits to a plan of action as early as seven seconds before executing it. So seven seconds before you actually swing, your body has already made up what it was going to do or what it's going to do. And by the time the consciousness kicks in, most of the decision-making has already been done. Your subconscious mind has an incredible memory containing all the instinct and muscle memory required to assess a shot and make a good swing. You need only to just tap into it. Unfortunately, your conscious mind often interferes. And that's where the downswing lesson that Ben Hogan warns us about comes into play. When it says downswing is no place to give yourself a lesson. This happens when you lose the commitment you've made in your subconscious. So to sum up, let me tell you what I do with my putting. So, you know that ball that I was telling you about, the perfectly balanced ball with lines on them? So I got rid of those lines. I got rid of the technical and the robotic thoughts of how I'm going to make the stroke. And it's been about a month and a half um, playing without the line. And you know what happened? I made five birdie putts last week. And I was so excited. I wanted to talk about this entire process and why I did what I did by doing some background research and seeing if the results I've experienced is actually legit. I just stand behind the ball, visualize the line that my ball will travel to the cup, take a breath, line up, and make the putt. Easy breezy. Just one swing thought. Make a nice smooth stroke. And guess what? More putts are going in, more than I've ever imagined. Five birdies in one round. That is my personal record. You know what I just did for you on this episode? I simplified your life. I simplified the mental aspect of your game. I made it super easy for you to be awesome. I mean, even awesomer because you're already awesome, right? So you're welcome. So in summary, focus is necessary but you have to focus on the right things. So number one, focus on the external, not the internal. Number two, 
Learn to distract yourself, especially in pressure situations. And number three, rely on your subconsciousness. It's way smarter than you. Okay, that's it for our podcast on Focus today. I hope it was insightful for you, and I hope that you can implement that in your game and shave a ton of strokes off your game like I did. And this was another fun episode for me, and I really enjoyed doing the research for you. And you know what will be amazing? If you left me a review or just share this podcast with others, you can leave me a review on iTunes podcast, or you can simply go to golfacademy.com forward slash hello and say hello. I would love to hear from you. But in the meantime, thanks for listening to Better Golf Academy podcast. I really appreciate you being here. Be awesome. Bye for now. Hey guys, I have a favor. I know you've been listening and gaining from this free podcast. So if you would like to simply say thanks to me, could you do me a favor and donate to what I passionately care about? Um, I'm running a half marathon and I'm raising $20,000 for clean water. This is my eighth year participating and partnering with Team World Vision. And I'm committed to do it as long as I can just keep running. Why? Because I care. I care deeply about those that are born in countries that do not have the resources nor opportunities to have access to simple necessities to live. And due to no fault of their own, they suffer and they die. And it breaks my heart. And it causes something deep within me to rise up and do something about it. And as for me, I'm willing to go through some discomfort and some pain of running the half marathon and asking for money. I don't like doing that. But because in the end, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth saving a life. So thank you for your consideration. No pressure. Okay. You are amazing. Just go to bettergolfacademy.com forward slash give. And know that $50 provides clean water for a child for a lifetime. So let's make a difference together. And thanks again. Love you. Bye for now.